Welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. JJ Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner coming at you. Uh, fresh off of a, a wonderfully long weekend uh, of, of trekking up to and from Iowa with some good friends of ours for Revolver's show. We are back with another episode of Total Spot Fest. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. A new look. Total Spot Fest, new intro, new new little little graphics here. JJ has some fun on the computer over the weekend, but uh, we do appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, give us a comment down below, like, subscribe, do all the things. Hit a holler at us at Twitter at Total Spot Fest. Um, I think we need to encompass a little bit here about this this past weekend, Jamie, to start. So, how you been, man? I've slept. Good. <laughs> Good, because I was le- that was a struggle. Yeah. So why don't you tell them? Okay. So first of all, Revolver in Iowa, Pro Wrestling Revolver, Swerve's House was mm-hmm. great show. Lots of fun. We were with our good friend Robin and Kevin, and you know, took the minivan. Jamie did. We all met at my place and kind of trekked up north. But before that, talk about your day because this is. You, this little compass and any any parents out there are going to totally appreciate this i know <laughs> so we'll start actually the night before let's start the night before okay that's cool and this this kind of sets the tone so my wife and i have a fa- like an adult game night we went out with some friends mm-hmm. and did an adult game night played like dare or drink or drink or dare or something like that whatever um and play some other games it was fun um and we were you know, we're 45 minutes away from the house. So we're like, okay, we'll, we'll stop around midnight. You know, that's a good time to stop. Mm-hmm. We didn't get out of there till about one thirty ish. And then <laughs> got home. It was like two 30 ish. And then Jamie couldn't fall asleep. And I think I finally fell asleep around four. Oof. Four. Yeah. And then I had to get up. Now this is where it gets fun. This, then this Megan is where had, the goes. <laughs> Megan had practice for her her travel softball team in the morning at 9 a.m. in a town that is exactly one hour and seven minutes from my house. <laughs> so I, I fell asleep around four-ish. We'll say, we'll err on the side of say 3.30, okay? We'll say 3.30. Uh, either way. And, and then I had to get up at 6.30. You know, to get ready, and then we had to be out of the house by, um, you know, seven forty-five ish. You know, just to be safe. Um, so, so roughly three, three, three hours, hours of sleep. Roughly around three hours of sleep. So I had to drive an hour north. Uh, you know, from where I am, so I'm passing JJ's, <laughs> which is where we were and meeting because I live I live not far from 35. I live in the northern part of the metro, so it was easiest and made sense. I have a nice quiet street. It ends in a cul-de-sac, right? Yeah, nice quiet street. Everybody can park their cars. Not a lot of cross traffic. Safe, clean. You know, you know, real easy. Not far from the highway. Good place to kind of shoot off if you're going north. So he goes past yeah. me. <laughs> so I have to go past him. And then practice ran long. This is the other did. piece. Of course it did. Practice ran long. It was supposed to go from nine to eleven. Didn't get didn't get over to eleven thirty. So we booked at home. We got home right around one, actually. And I'm supposed to meet at his house around one thirty. <laughs> so get home, change real fast because I was like hoping to get a shower in. Yeah, that was not a thing. 
literally hopped in the car and booked it right back. So Jamie, <laughs> right at this point, has already put two hours plus in the car driving at this point. And sitting through yeah. our softball practice of several hours. Yeah. And yeah. It was a little chilly outside. It was fine, though. Um, then we make the official trek up. And we thought the doors opened at six for this, and the doors opened at seven for right. this. Right. So that, we had I'm, an extra hour to kill. I mean, that's usually what seven o'clock doors at se- you know show at seven, right? Mm-hmm. We're like that. That makes sense. That's pretty much standard fair stuff, right? No doors were at seven. Yeah, it was okay. So the show didn't start <laughs> till eight. So. We, we go up there. We do some fun things. We ate tasty tacos. If you mm-hmm. live around um, Des Moines or you ever go to Des Moines, get yourself some, some tasty tacos. Excellent tacos. They lived up to their name. It was very tasty. Highly And then now there's a there's a burger joint that's supposed to be pretty good that I got recommended to you. Got, now. I got, so I got the go, same mess. Yeah, it's, it's a buddy of ours from where he goes. Yeah, 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 he told us about them. <laughs> so yeah, next yeah. time, yeah. So. So for next time we'll do we'll do It's burgers. hilarious. So we're but, sitting there at this taco. I gotta tell them this. So we're sitting at this taco joint. We finished our tacos and, and I think I think I think uh, Robin got like a an enchilada also and you know eight tacos. UB just were straight tacos. We're like, give us three of these things and they were probably could have done well with two. Um honestly. Yeah. They were they were they were good size. Anyway, so we're sitting there and Kev had a burrito and whatever. So we got done with our food and we're sitting there and we're like oh crap, we have time to kill. <laughs> so yeah. Everybody's on their phone, like Googling something to do for the next like two hours, right? Because we didn't time this very well at all. No. So we went to an arcade, which was awesome. A really good. Cool, it, 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 it was it was a smaller one, but it was it was intimate, but it was very nice and cool. They had a they had a milkshake, a malt, like a soda fountain bar. I was like, hell yeah! yeah. It was a cool little spot. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Then go to the show, and then the show ran way longer than any of us were expecting and we mm-hmm. actually left during the main event because there was a point towards the end i was getting really tired <laughs> and i actually got myself a red bull um during the main event just so i could stay awake uh and i'm glad i did because if i didn't that drive home would have been even more dangerous so we got done there 11.30, I want to say, is when 11.30-ish is when we left. And we got road, road snacks, everything like that. We didn't get out of of there till midnight. Just before, it's just we'll before say. midnight, yeah. Yeah. We made good so time we, both ways, too. So that helped. Yeah. We drove the entire way back. Or I drove the entire way back. At this point, it's two-ish we get gas and then we get back we're officially back in casey at your house just uh, right before uh three o'clock right like 240 yeah. i think is when i yeah. stepped in my front door so 240 and the whole way back so i'm riding shotgun because i'm the big i'm big tall son of a bitch so give me the leg room right even though the minivan and everything uh kevin kevin robin are in the, are in the, are in the captain's chairs in the second row and the whole time kevin and i are very cognizant of jamie's uh, lack of sleep and lots of driving. So we are continuously talking for the entire trip back with him, talking about movies and music, lots of lots of good music talk. Kevin, 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 if you don't know, he was formerly from the Eight uh, uh, Bit Geek uh, podcast. They recently shut down after a long run. Uh, he's got a mm-hmm. Twitch though. He's a good friend of ours. Go check out Kevin WK on Twitch. Um, 
you know, but he, uh, he's a big, he's a big, uh, he, me and him have very similar taste in music and we're both very big music nerds, you know, uh, more, more mm-hmm. so than the movie nerd like sure. Jamie is right. But we are, we are just keeping him up. We're like, we're just going to keep talking the entire way back. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. Thankfully. I appreciate it. Yeah. But then, but then you still had to drive 40 minutes after you got done <laughs> dropping us off. And that was the worst. That was by far the worst. My I, my eyes were starting to shake towards mm-hmm. the end. Like it was bad. And then like I got home just. I think I got home just in, in the right amount of time. Yeah. And then of course I couldn't fall asleep as soon as I got home. Um, Karma. I didn't get sure to enough. sleep till like four thirty. But then the wife let me sleep till eleven. She oh. was super cool about Good. it. Like. Oh. Yeah, and then but the next day I was a shit. I was worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I. I knew that I wasn't going to make Easter service, you know, that next morning because I know I was like, we're getting back late and all this stuff. And no matter what, even if you're not driving, it's just road trips. They just wear you out, right? Sitting in the car for that long, the, the vibration, and I don't know what it is, but they always just kind of wear you out. So <clears throat> I, mm-hmm. I slept in like normal, but, you know, went over to my dad's house, had a nice Easter dinner. The show was, the show was really good. Now, they didn't have enough chairs set up at first. So when we got there, Last time, they had everything already pre-set up. So they had a bunch of chairs in the braces. And first thing that me and Jamie said when we got in there is like, hmm, there's not nearly as many seats set up. That's weird, yeah. right? Well, turns out chairs were delayed. I don't know. The Horizon Event Center is like a big field house, but it's like a multi-sport. You know, there's multiple different, you know, components to it. There's like a whole basketball arena with a bunch of basketball courts. There's several like sport fields. And this is in one of them, in essence, is what it is. So they... I don't know if they had stuff diverted for other things, whatever. So we were trying to find this out because we got the GAs. We didn't get the reserved seats. So the first four rows are like the reserved seating. You know, if you buy your tickets for first row, whatever it is. You know, we just got GA tickets, which is fifth row and beyond. So, you know, we were trying to figure out where to go. And I go holler at one of the guys. We got more chairs coming here. Cool, right? So we wait for them to get the chairs, start setting them up. And then we get at the end of this one row. This is perfect. We're on the corner. We don't have the light shining in our eye from production because they're on Fight TV. And it's going to be great. There's a big open space in front of us. That was a problem. Uh, but we're like, it's getting, yeah, so we won't have anybody standing up. It would be great. It would be fantastic. We didn't count on about three or four rows in front of us. The people's kids would be the entire show standing in this fucking little, like, open area directly in our line, line of sight if we're seated. The whole show. So yeah, that's a little rough. sucked, and I, you know, I I personally, you know, being you know a big tall guy, right? I don't like to be that one who stands up because I know that the second I get up for anything, I'm blocking whoever the hell's behind me, guaranteed, right? Yeah. So, but that being said, it didn't dampen everything. There was some great stuff on this show. We got to see Diana Perazzo live. My first time seeing Diana Perazzo live, actually. I don't know about you, but same. Um, that was my first time ever seeing yeah. her live. She defended the uh, Rana Duranas championship. We had uh, a bunch of good stuff. Uh, it turns out there's going to be Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. It's going to be at their next Iowa show, July 9th. So you know where JJ is going to be in Iowa. Just saying. Uh, Jamie's might have some, some commitments. We don't know yet, but we'll figure that out. Um, there was a they opened the show with Moose versus Speedball Mike Bailey, which I mean that's a way to open a show right there. <laughs> it was amazing, yeah. 
Moose is a specimen. Just fantastic. I don't know. You look, you had a double take because you didn't realize he was a, an offensive lineman in the pros. Yeah, I had no idea. He, he doesn't I look it. He gotten more shredded since then. More shredded than Julius out, man. You were slip. I thought you were going to slip on me there, but uh, oh no, I got you. That was Don't great. Um, we had a, we had a four way match that made JJ's nipples twinge. It was <laughs> it was Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Lindsay Dorado versus Blake Christensen for the basically their version of the X Division title. The uh, what was, what do they call it? The uh, uh, the the revolver remix title something remix like that title. yeah remix uh, title yeah and that was just flippy spinny shit all over the place it was fantastic and um you know the other good stuff the surprise probably of the night was the six the, the scramble because it was a all hoss scramble six person like I think the smallest person in there. I don't know. Wait, and I'm Havoc. A returning Jessica Havoc was one of the people, and then there was five big old meaty men, and the smallest one was two ninety nine. <laughs> so there was a lot of beef, and Beef is the man who actually won the match. A guy named Beef, but it was beef. his name was Beef. I don't know, but I loved that so much because <laughs> it's just like why fuck around with it i'm beef <laughs> you know uh man, like, man, beef. <laughs> madman oh fulton was in it, it, uh, that match surprised the shit out of me because these big men are doing yeah. something big men shouldn't do and it was so much fun the best match i think of the night was swerve versus athena though by far it was so damn good like i can't <laughs> like swerve's excellent Athena's excellent, but mm-hmm. seeing them together, one just really makes me just crave seeing Athena on my TV screen Ooh. ASAP. Because she's we, so we God will, we good. will. Whether it's AW or Impact, or we will see her soon. I know it. There's no way she the talent that she has is just stupid. And I mean, she did this kind of slide out to the outside into a into a power bomb of swerve from the apron onto a railing that had been propped up. Uh, got to see a nice looking eclipse, which I don't know if she's still calling it that, but her fr- yeah, we don't know what she calls it now because she's Athena, a goddess, a goddess, right? Which you know, I I kind of think I think that she and we said this, I think she should go like for like kind of Greek Greek name stuff, right? Call it something, you know, like. You know, Persephone's arrow, or I don't know, something, whatever. But Pandora's box. That's fantastic. I like that. Whatever. Something of that nature. Do yourself a favor if you haven't already. I mean, you can probably go buy the buy the replay on fight.tv. If nothing else, find this match. Look up on YouTube, go on Twitter. This match was fantastic. The main event was actually not this, though. Even though it was what the card was named after, it was not this. In fact, friends that we went with are starting to get up like let's go time to go like, we have another match what do you mean and they're like how's that not yeah. the main event and it should have been because like jamie said we ran long it was rich swung defending the, the the pw revolver title against jt dunn and that was that would have been a lot of fun like they immediately went out to the crowd they're right by us brawling using chairs the whole nine yards but like jamie said tiredness was setting in and we we're just okay let's go so um 
How Revolver's great. Revolver's great promotion. We liken it. It's kind of like a spiritual offshoot, if you want to think about, of Journey Pro. If you know, if, we, if you can say it like that, it's got a similar mm -hmm. feel to Journey Pro. I mean, kind of how its makeup is, right? It's got. It's got some. It's got some bigger names, you know. You, you know, we have Moose and Ruby Soho is going to be there and Swerve, and you know, not saying Journey Pro won't get those people. I mean, shit, we got Effie coming uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, we do. A bussy in total, but I'm just saying, you know, I think it's just, you know, size wise, it's a little bit bigger of a promotion, but it's it's well worth the time. They're traveling now, so their next show is in Vegas, part of Double or Nothing Weekend. Then they're in Ohio, then back at their home base in Iowa. I dig that too because they're not solely traveling, but they're doing a little bit, and that's 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 a real cool way to do it, right? Do spread out a little bit, but keep coming back to your core. So. We'll see what happens. Absolutely agree. All right. So uh, speaking of Journey Pro, for those of you who have not, we will keep saying this until they sell out. But tickets are still available as of today, the 21st of April. Go Journey Pro KC, 28th, 29th. So next Thursday and Friday. Yes, I Jamie found out today that that coincides with the draft. Because he was all excited to watch the draft tomorrow night. And I'm like, uh, or tonight. I'm like, Jamie, that's next week. He goes, wait, what? <laughs> I thought it was, I had the 22nd penciled in as the draft. That would have been perfect for our schedules. Yes, it would. It's but okay. No. I, get to, I get to see Effie instead, so all is good in the world. And you got internet. You can you can follow the, dry, the draft tracker on ESPN on your phone. It's all good. Yeah. So can. All right. So look out next Tuesday. We got an interview we're going to release. So we, we sat down recently with Chris from uh, Journey Pro, Chris Mowry. Uh, we talked a lot of things. We talked about the card, um, talked about Jeremy Wyatt, and talked about the Missouri Athletic Commission. You definitely want to tune in, if nothing else, to hear us get into that. So uh, this Tuesday, we're, we're going we're gonna to put that out there. So uh, keep an eye out. Um, if you're following us on YouTube, you hit that little bell button. You'll get notified whenever we put anything out. So uh, I know we don't always have interviews that we always release. It's kind of sporadic. So if you want to be notified, hit the bell. If not, just keep an eye out on Tuesday. We will have a preview with Chris, one of the owners of Journey Pro KC. So be on the lookout for that. Hell yeah, it's exciting. And plus, plus... Plus, plus, we predict the winner of the tournament. I need to actually print off the bracket and do the whole send in my bracket thing too, since we did that already <laughs> with him over the over the over the internet. Uh, yeah, and because we love you guys. Ah, you get him the tease. That's it. That's it. That's all That's you it. get. If you want to see more, you got to be there. April twenty eighth. Um, amazing. All right, so that's amazing. Everything's amazing. Let's talk about some other amazing stuff, maybe, because I heard that you have numbers from this past week of wrestling. I do, I do, I really do, and it was a bad week for wrestling, except for one show. One show was in the positive. Everybody else went down. And everybody. And I'm I'm just smiling because I know what show it is, and it's interesting so let's go to it well it definitely wasn't the former flagship of wwe monday <laughs> night raw it went down they went what? from 
Yeah, they hit the two million mark. Well, they're back where the they usually Rhodes are. The Rhodes effect isn't happening. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm sorry. I like Cody Rhodes. It's fine, but yeah, <laughs> they were down almost three hundred thousand people. Uh, they went down to one point eight zero three, which feels like where they were. I was like where they kind of settled in that range, right? One point six, one point seven, one point eight. That's kind of mm-hmm. where they were pre WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Just say. Maybe if you had like, uh, like Alexa Bliss on TV instead of whatever the hell you have on there now with the stuff. You just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yes. Um, NXT was also down. They they weren't down near as much. They were only down twenty one thousand people. Okay, um, they went from six thirty one to six ten. So it was not a big loss there. And they, I think we we mentioned this a few weeks ago that even though maybe their new rebrand isn't our shtick, they've been at least been consistent. So they seem to have found their audience for what it's worth. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I think so. And then. Dynamite went down 12,000 people. Once again, same thing as nominal, right? That's around the air. You'd like to see him stay above that mill mark, but you're within range. The demo was really good, if I remember right. Yeah, it was. They went from 989 to 977, but they were their, their key demo was actually still really strong. Okay. I'm good with that. Um. All right, and then the big winner of the week. It's not hard. <laughs> up 40,000 people, which is almost 50% increase. Impact Wrestling went from 89 to 123. And schizophrenic, like I said. They just, and they'll probably do good this coming week here, and then maybe even the week after Rebellion, and then they'll 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 dip down good i'm 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 hoping that maybe that 89 was an aberration they stay up there but let's see so too but we will we will see um smackdown was down almost a hundred thousand um they went from 2.230 down to 1.142 but they did get dinged in the key demo actually pretty hard um, they were the number one show on cable for Friday nights. That's not saying much. That's not. Um, but yeah, so it's well, a thing. Well, we'll they're flirting with going under two. They keep going in this direction. Mm-hmm. And then Rampage went down, but Rampage also had the special start time. Seven Eastern, um, six Central. Yes. That kind of dinged them a little. They went from 600 to 482. Mm, yeah. Not, not it was, the greatest. It was an okay show. Now that, okay show. AW is interesting. We're going to talk about Rampage in a second. But AW had a second show on the weekend. Because they had Battle of the Belts 2 on Saturday. Ooh, yes. You have that number and- from you, right? I do, I do, I really do. Thanks oh, for the God. I'm the... sending you up twice for the stupid ass stick. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta be committed to the bit. Um, sure, Battle of the Belts sure. Two had 527,000 people watch it. We were not one of them. I didn't even record it. Not even gonna lie. I totally forgot. Totally for. I was going to, but I forgot. Totally forgot. We I mean, not... I was able to find the Sammy um, 
Scorpio Sky match. That's all the one. That's the only one I really cared about. I watched like the highlights. I watched the highlights on on AEW's YouTube is what I did for yeah. all of them. I was like, I'll watch the highlights. From, I mean, from, we knew Thunder was going to win, right? And the other, and then the only other match was uh, Gresham versus Dalton Castle, which, truth be told, is probably the match I would have wanted to see the most. You know, mm-hmm. Dalton Castle. Yeah. If you've never seen him, he has a very unique presentation. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. So <clears throat> we we were in Iowa. We totally forgot. I forgot, and we just oh yeah, we didn't we didn't catch Battle of the Belts, but. The big the big takeaway from that was that Sammy won the TNT title again, much to the chagrin of the crowd, and he won it with some nefarious means as well. You know, he, you know, you know, Paige Van Zandt comes out and gets in Taze Conti, and they're fighting, and you know, Ethan Page is getting involved. He gets cut open around his eye. He's bleeding and all this stuff and all these things, and then. Uh, in the commotion, Sammy gives him a look, gives Sky a low blow, does the GTH and gets the pin. So, turning mm-hmm. Sammy heel, probably the smart move considering the heat that he has right now on him, whether it's warranted or not. I don't know. I I don't understand where the heat's coming from. Oh, it's, I do. Oh, I mean, but why though? Is it just because they're so PDA centric, him and Tay, or like why? It's- because it's a bit much like i'm happy for him and i we've talked about this i am happy for him i am happy that they are happy but damn okay like i don't even watch sammy's vlog anymore because it's just them just oh i love you so much oh no i love you so much (laughs) it's just like okay we get it we get it it feels like and and for if you haven't watched anything you don't want to commit to this watch ethan page's promo post bow the belts that is something to write home about that is proof pudding why we love ethan page so much um not Mm -hmm. why not why uh jamie's wife loves ethan page but why jamie and i love him is that is that because my god this man with a microphone is gold and there's a reason that people in the Connecticut company are very interested in him as well because of that. He's masterful, but he's right. It is, it is a lot of, it reminds me of that couple, uh, your friend you had in high school, right? He's your boy. He's your buddy, right? He gets a girlfriend and then his life is consumed with that girl. That's what this is. It is a high school puppy romance thing. The way that they treat it. Now, they're doing that on purpose to get heat? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think it's just how it, you know, they, they really like each other and cool, right? But yeah, I get it. You know, I do get the heat. So uh, Rampage itself, I would say, is, <clears throat> was the better of the two shows. So Rampage was highlighted by the Texas death match between uh, – Adam Cole and uh, Hangman Adam Page. And to be honest, we just saw Adam Page do this exact same thing a few weeks ago in a Texas death match against Lance Archer. So, I mean, I thought for sure maybe this is them taking the belt off of him. 
because why would they have him go to the exact same match and have it be the same way to keep the belt? Well, I was wrong. They did. It was still fun to watch. Colin Page is always fun to watch, you know, always fun to watch, especially with the way that it ended. <laughs> so, uh, all the stuff that pulled out this thing here, you know, there's, there's blood. It's, 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 it's a death match. It's cool. Right. And then, mm-hmm. um, Hanger Hangman goes under the ring and pulls out a chair with ro- couples like ropes of barbed wire stapled onto it, rips them off, starts to wrap it around his arm. He's wrapping it backwards. I don't know why. And he, so he ends up just grabbing it like it's like like a big ring of barbed wire and punching Cole in the face, and then goes to put it around his head and give him a dead eye from the apron. Onto a table down below, wearing, and I'm not kidding you, a crown of barbed wire thorns. This is Good Friday, folks. <laughs> yeah, and I guess there is a, a some some Christians who got super offended. I'm like, I'm Christian, and I didn't get offended. Yeah, I'm one of those people that doesn't get offended very easy, easily. Me like, either. there's a lot of people out there who get offended, like at the drop of a hat like you wore plaid on Tuesday oh my god you know there's people Mm -hmm. like that and I felt like that was that kind of knee-jerk moment like it's just symbolism people just I I don't even think it was necessarily intentionally meant to be Jesus Christ crucified on Good Friday you know it may be but it just kind of it just kind of sort of happened that way and it was like oh okay you know um it's whatever you know the batch stuff was cool uh the rest of the show had had some interesting. You had Gun Club versus the the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Yuda ends up Yuda ends up kicking out of Billy Gunn's finisher and gets the pin on Billy Gunn. Yuda's mm-hmm. Mister Over right now. Sorry, Fuego, you are no longer the most over thing in wrestling. Yuda, mm-hmm. fucking Wheeler, Wheeler Yuda, man, fucking. Utah, I love it. I love it every time. Respect behind that name. Oh, and and who's putting him over the most? William Goddamn Regal. Every time they have a match, he's on the mic and he is talking up young Mister Young Mister Yuda, young Mister Wheeler. It's fantastic for him because we've been clamoring for this. If you listen, if you're a listener, you know we've been yelling about you know the wastes of of Yuda for a while. So that's fantastic. Um. Butcher had a warm-up match. There's some promos. Dustin Rhodes challenged CM Punk to a match that happened last night on Dynamite. And then you had the last match was qualifier for the the women's uh, qualifier for the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Invitational Tournament. It's too long. It's too long a title. Too long. The women's Owen, though, uh, was uh, Robert Renegade versus Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. And... You know, much better than the Marina Shafir match we got a week earlier, uh, or earlier in the week, let's put it that way. And the Renegade, uh, Robin Renegade pulled the whole, like, twin switcheroo thingy, you know, was caught in the corner, scraped Ruby's eyes, went under the ring, and then her twin uh, comes out, and she's in the ring, and then they do some switching back and forth, you know, Bella's did this, shit, the Killer Bees did this, I mean, this is, it's a thing, right? But... Ruby is awesome. Ruby gets the victory. Ruby's in the tournament. JJ's happy. Rampage was a bad. It was fine. It was, once again, bang for your buck. Best hour of of wrestling out there. It's moving back to this regular time slot for this coming week. But the playoffs are going on on TNT for NBA. 
And the NHL playoffs will be starting soon. That's going to be on the Turner Networks as on the TNT. So I feel like for the next couple months, we might get a moving target for Rampage. They're trying to counteract it with some of the stuff that they're booking, you know, every week. But I don't know. I mean, you moved it up three hours, right? That's a big swift for any steady audience to kind of follow with. So here's hoping. But that was Rampage. Battle of the Belts. It's all good. All right. Well, that led us into Dynamite from last night. So uh, we're back in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Jamie, why don't you go ahead and tell us about Dynamite? I'm sorry. It was not in Pittsburgh. It was in Britsburg. Britsburg, which you can buy a Britsburg, Pennsylvania t-shirt. I almost did yesterday. Of course you did. Well, yeah. It's got it's got like all the things. It's got the, yeah, all the things. All the things. All the things. <laughs> so um, it was a good show. Um, I'll run through the card real fast because there's a lot of stuff I really want to get into. Um First match was CM Punk versus uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Excellent match, actually. Uh, winner, CM Punk. Something happened after that. That's what I really want to talk about. Um, then after that, you had the Blackpool Combat Club, which, by the way, did you happen to see freaking Brian Danielson's white, white variant? Shirt. Yes, I did. I want that one, and it's not on Pro Wrestling Tees. Mmm. I don't want the black one, but I will say this: Wheeler Utah's new gear is new blood inspired. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I, I think and I don't know if he meant to do that whole thing with taking his because he, I I don't know if he meant to bleed that much when he got beaten into the BCC, right? And but he mm-hmm. we if you, for those of you who don't remember, he took the blood after he shook hands with everybody, right? And he wrote BCC on his chest. That's the inspiration behind this new design and his it's new awesome. and his I don't I think that might have all been a riff. I think that might have been of all, ooh, that's gold. Let's capture it. I, I I don't know if he if that was like planned out or what, but that's so cool they're running with it. I love it. Yeah, that's the great thing about you know AEW. They definitely do run with things. So Blackpool Combat Club versus Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty from um, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, and Brock Anderson. And the crowd there. Pittsburgh is one of those interesting cities. Like it's it's very similar demographically to Kansas City size mm-hmm. and you know sort of similar demographics. Um, it's got a little bit more of a history. Uh, continuous. It, well, I mean, Kansas City has a has a rich history as well, but in a different limelight. Uh, Pittsburgh's history is a little because they're a little further closer to the East Coast, so they get a little more rub off of some of those old per, older promotions where we had Harley Race and then you know some other stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. But they're very astute. You know, they're very a, a very astute crowd. They're not quite like a Philly crowd that is hot, right? You know, but. Everybody in the in the building knew where Lee Moriarty was from ahead of time, and they had seen him. You know, so it's it's one of those things. He definitely got the rub. I love it. I love seeing it. Smart yeah. crowds. Uh, well, shocker! Lo and behold, Blackpool Combat Club got the dub. Yep. Um, excellent match, though. I really enjoyed it. Um, after that, you had um, 
There's a whole bunch of promos. We the, can, we the can, announcement, yeah. right? Was the announcement next? Well, you, had, you had a bunch of promos, and you had Tony's big announcement. The promos or whatever. You know, you had, you had Young Bucks. Uh, you had the Undisputed Elite did a little promo. Cool, whatever, you know? And then you had Samojo and Jay Lethal did a little video promo, which I will say this. Did a better job of packaging the whole Satnam Singh thing than his debut did last week. Oh, God, that debut was terrible. Right. But this video package they did, I felt, was better because... It wasn't focused on Satinum. It was all basically Lethal and Joe talking to each other, which is mm. gold. But you had Satinum as this enforcer bit, you know, and the big monster, that hired gun, which is what he, which is what he is. Is the presentation with the whole blackout and all that stuff was just bad. This alone was a better presentation of him as a character that I'm cool with, right? So I, yeah. I just I just want to say that because we were super critical about Satinum, maybe not the fairest thing, but they, they they did walk right into it. This was this was better. Then you had the yeah. big announcement. So we'll, we'll hold the announcement because we have lots of thoughts on that. At least I do. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Match three: Wardlow versus the Butcher. Um, it was just big mean big men slapping meat. Time. Big meaty uh, men slapping the- meat. <laughs> Yeah, it wore the one with a lot of power bombs. There you go. I spoiled four straight Potter power bombs on the butcher, who is not a small man. I mean, six three, two hundred seventy three pounds. Yep, he's JJ size. Mm-hmm. Um, match four was the Owen Hart Foundation tournament qualifying match mm-hmm. of Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy. What and... did you think of this match? Okay. You want my honest opinion? Better I than do. I was expecting. Me too. Me too. Because I heard Kyle Ryan in a singles match, and I immediately thought, oh, fuck, it's cool Kyle. And it was not cool Kyle. <laughs> it, was- it was previous Kyle, the good Kyle O'Reilly. And for me, personally, I loved seeing Jungle Boy do some technical shit instead of just doing flippy spinny shit. And it made my heart happy because he had a good, healthy mix. So... As much as I bitched about Darby Allen, which I'm going to here in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, he because he's a one trick pony. This was great to see Jungle Boy in a non one trick pony moment. Like right. he he put on a hell of a match with Kyle, and it was really damn good. It was honestly probably was, my match. It was night. my match of the night. I wasn't expecting it, and there's nobody else got involved on either side. Nobody's even at ringside, which is great. I have said for a while that I believe they given they given the belts and keeping the belts on on Jurassic Express as a way to elevate Jungle Boy because of the inevitable singles run he's going to have. He's not going to break up, and you know they're not going to falling out with Luchasaurus, but he's going to go on a singles run because that's his that's his long term destiny. He's a pillar, right? You know, yeah. tonight, last night, excuse me, he acted like a pillar. He and, and part of that was probably due to Kyle too, because Kyle's Kyle's you know seventeen years as a as a, as a pro wrestler, sixteen years as a pro, whatever, right? He's good. He knows what he's doing, and but Jungle Boy looked like he was the man controlling that match, which I know was the intention, and I was all the better for it because I was thinking this is going to be a all right, this is a whatever match. It was fantastic. It was cash as cash can. You had some flippy spinny shit. You had no shenanigans, unbelievably. 
It no, is. no shenanigans. Catch right. wrestling, technical wrestling, some high fly, but it was great. And Kyle O'Reilly wins and he advances, which, which I really like I that really, as yeah. the the win. I really like that. That got me because I was not expecting it. Yeah, and you don't. Yeah, because if you can't, if you turn WWE, if you have, if you know, if you know the outcome of every match, so that's fantastic. Now, so far, he's qualified for the men's tournament. Are two Ring of Honor guys, two old Ring of Honor guys, former Ring of Honor champion and a current Ring of Honor champion slash former Ring of Honor champion in Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe and Kyle Riley are the two who have qualified thus far. Yeah. Um, after this, we had Hook's debut on Dynamite going against Anthony Henry. Um, Hook looked great. I continually am impressed by Hook as much as he's green. You can tell he's green. But man, he is actually doing some good things. <laughs> but the aftermath of this match is what got Jamie excited. And right at the end of the match, we'll just talk about this because it'll take just it's, a couple yeah, seconds. Just blow right through it. It's fine. Um, so Dan Housen appears and tries to curse Hook. And Hook doesn't get cursed. Again. And, and he does Red Rum for the win. Shocker. Um, and then this just sets off Danhausen. Danhausen just got pissed. He's like, "This is crap. How about instead of you know we try to curse you, I fight you? You know, so we are gonna get Danhausen and Hook fighting. And I eventually believe, I believe in my heart of hearts, no, no Bruce Pritchard. This is gonna create Hookhausen. <laughs> Hookhausen, I, I'm with you because. I mean, Hook needs Hook needs. He, he's green, not not terrible green, you know, you know. But he's he's still he's he's young. He's a young guy, and his presentation's good. We like it, but he is a little bit of a one trick pony, you know. He puts on some good matches, but he also hasn't really faced anybody really tough. Yeah, this is a way to get him in through that door until he's ready to stand on his own two feet to go up against. Jungle Boy or Darby or Sammy mm -hmm. or Ethan or whomever. So I will say that that match will be very nice, very evil. Yep. It also, the crowd loved it. First, so uh, Dan uh, Danhausen uh, is wrestling in the Glory Pro. Uh, is it Glory Pro or is it Grand Doll? One of the St. Louis versions. Uh, I think it's Glory Pro. Uh, Glory Pro. Okay. Glory Pro. He's wrestling on one of the upcoming Glory Pro shows. So he's obviously right there with being cleared, right, medically. So mm. cool. First match is going to be, it feels like, sounds like, against Hook. <laughs> okay. Who would have thought if I told you a year ago on AWTV you would have Taz's son Hook versus Danhausen? <laughs> insane and then that'd be like the fans favorite match right who would have thought oh that? yeah yeah for sure they will abs yeah it, that's just gonna be such a fun one um after this you <laughs> had sammy um we'll talk about that um yeah a little sammy promo but uh, there is some stuff in there that i really enjoyed yeah we um, we'll, we'll go back to it that's cool yeah, and then we had the Owen Hart Women's Tournament qualifying. You also had uh, House match. of Black. You also had House of Black promo. Which oh, oh, on. we're definitely gonna touch on that. Or Heather the Librarian would like not talk to us. I, I just want to make. Um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to anger Heather. I want to make sure you didn't just skip over that. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> and then, if, and, and by the way, peeps, if you if you like just 
books, wrestling, whatever, follow Heather on on YouTube. She is a good follow. She's got some good videos on there, and they're not Please like do. our marathons. They're like six, ten minutes, like perfect. Um. Anyway, I follow personally. Just saying. <laughs> um. All right. So we had Doctor Britt Baker D M D going against Danielle Camilla 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 crushed it. Camilla um, like the uh, princess of uh, or whatever. Camilla. Kamala Khan. Camilla Khan. Kama 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 Camilla. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was fun. this was so this match. I'll go through it real quick. Um, it was great to see Britt back, honestly, and it was weird to see somebody be more of a heel than Britt. But obviously, since they're in Britsburg, made a lot of sense. Um, because Danielle was super healy and then here's Britt just getting the fans on her side, everything. It was really cool. Britt gets to win, obviously. Uh, she did happen to have two Steelers, um, Najee Harris, the star running back, young running back. I think he will be fairly good. And then your guys' tight end, Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth, who is with I the Penns. Right. Yeah. yeah, you said you got it right. Fryermuth. Um, both rookies, actually. And Fryermuth went to Penn State, which Pitt, which is where Britt did her undergrad. She did her undergrad there and got her dental degree at Pitt, um, which is kind of like going to K-State and KU. But. I digress. Um, yeah, it was it was cool as all. Well. I do love the fact that and afterwards, Britt did a little quick little promo where she basically shot on the whole women's division. Which whole I, women's division? I have a question about that. I'll try to follow up in a second. But I found I, as a Steeler fan, I loved it. And you know, Najee is having the time of his life at the ringside. And at the end of it, she did the promo and she handed the mic and she turned it over and she handed it to to Najee. And I was like, oh sweet, I get to talk at a wrestling show. And he feels like he's going to cut a promo and they cut that thing off faster than shit <laughs> they cut it off faster than the Chiefs cut us off in the playoffs last year they really did oh yeah it was just like, oh, yeah. Nope. We, were, we were in the car <laughs> we were in the car listening to it on the way home from wrestling revolver last I wrestling remember. revolver show and i was like okay we're done we don't have to listen to this anymore this is definitely over <laughs> yeah but so, it was cool it was good well yeah. third time in third time in pittsburgh first time brit was let's be honest a mid-carder wasn't really that is so it is what it is but she's big time heels both two times but she's always been face in front of her home crowd hometown whatever because she can't not be you know she's, she's still she's still herself so it's not to me out of character i don't think mm-hmm um, then at this point we had a quick Serena Deeb, Akira Shida. I'm getting actually kind of pumped because that was a really good cut promo on that. Like that match will fuck. It's going to be a Philly street fight too. Um, I want so, it to, I want I, it to either open or end the show next week. Yeah. And I think they're going to have two women's matches next week. I hope to God, hope to God. Well, here is what Brit said. You know, this is a question I had for you, Jamie. She basically said that, you know, I've been gone for a few weeks and proved that without me, you've got the women's division is absolute garbage. She's going to town on it, you know, and shoots on Jade, on Marina, on everybody. Ruby, lots of shooting on Ruby, which I Ruby, I, which wonder if that's previewing the finals again of the tournament or if there's a but she did a lot of focus on Ruby, which is interesting. Um 
Do you think that the efforts of the women's division booking for the past few weeks was intentional to set up this big angle for Brit? Big angle for Brit or big angle for Ruby? Big angle for either. So basically, because the the outcome of what this promo did at the after after her match was basically say, "Look how shit this division is without me. You can't do anything." Which of course, somebody's going to rise to meet her. Probably Ruby. Hey, Ruby, and um, or Tony because she did shoot on Tony too. She shoot on, e- either way, you know. But but you know what I'm saying? It's like it to me. It felt maybe it's just me being like over analytical. But it's like, was this an intentional, like, kind of that, you know, where you, like, tank to get a high draft pick, you know, thing? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. feel like maybe they did that? Or is me is, is JJ reading too much into that and she was just being a, a sharp promo giver? She's a sharp promo giver, man. I'm, I'm like, just reading too much does. into it? Okay. <laughs> that's what she does, man. She's so good on the mic. It, 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 we watched, we saw her develop and, uh, you know, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, yeah, no, it is 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to throw that out you because part of me, I mean, once again, my wheels were turning. And like, maybe that's why I was so shit for the last couple of weeks, but eh, eh, whatever. No, no. I, uh, I don't think they did it. They're trying to get the light on other people and then got crickets for Marina Shafir. I think. <laughs> Who, for, for what it's worth, I don't know if you, you, you don't always catch Dark and Elevation. I know you got like 18,000 activities going on. Um, yes. <laughs> but, but I did, I caught, so she was on Dark this week, which is shot on location actually last week as well. And a much better match. She she still didn't get like large ovation, but the match was much more well received by that audience. So I don't hate the idea of that presentation. It's basically the same thing as Hook, you know, in essence. Come out, don't say much, stoic, kick ass, leave, right? I don't hate that presentation, but I think the follow through of what they're doing with it's bad. I don't I digress. Let's keep talking about the card. All right, so we are officially at the main event, the coffin match between Darby Allen and Andrade El Idolo. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you have lots of thoughts on this match. Just dig it. Just go in. Go to town. Go for it. Okay. I'm over Darby Allen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just. I know that's a hot take. I know people are going to roast me for it. That's fine. I will take it. But I just want a different match for Darby Allen. And the reason I say that, you can look at any of his big matches, any of his matches. All of them are the same thing. 90% of the time, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. And then the last 10 seconds, he pulls it all together and he gets the win. Like, there is no continuity to him. Like, it's just the same thing. Like, he has, a, he doesn't have a solid back and forth match. I don't think he knows how to. You know, and it, it's frustrating. And you'd think the time with Sting would, would help. And I'm sick of him with Sting. So over him with Sting. And yeah, as soon as I saw the coffin match, and as soon as I saw it had thumbtacks on the inside, I knew 100% Darby Allen was going. Oh, I already yeah. knew. As soon as I saw everything like that, I'm like, yep, that's how they're going about it. And the match was good. Like, for fun, what it was, it would have been a fun match to see live. It's you know good good spots. Yeah. They went through the crowd. Sting did a dive off of uh, another entryway onto everybody. And, you know, fun, cool, right? You know, three years ago, 
I would have been into this match. The first time I got exposed to Darby Allen, I'd be all about it. But for three years, I've had the exact same matches. You know who else had the same match for 10 years who I can't stand? John Cena. John Cena. Same thing. I mean, John, he just always had the three moves of doom, and he eventually made it to five, which I'm proud of him. But it was just the same thing every single time. Like it was his matches were the exact same every single time. It just got old. Like, give me something more, man. And Darby is just he's in that bucket for me. He needs to start giving developing or or I don't see him as a pillar personally. Well, I think that, you know, do something different. Like the whole feud he had with MJF was fantastic. Uh, it was here in Kansas City when they had that big brawl on the outside, and he committed to doing a, you know, he's like, I'm going to beat you, you know, and he had an actual wrestling match, right? The Sting mm-hmm. thing, I'm with you. I'm, I, I love Sting. I'm an old, I'm an old school Sting fanboy, you know. Same. I mean, I love Same. it. Pre Crow Sting, even, you know, mm-hmm. old old beach beach body muscle builder Sting, you know. It's like. I don't get it. It's like he's he's Darby's baby, he's Darby's daddy walking around with it. I, I bring your bring your kid to Goth Wrestling Day. I I don't know. And the thing is, like this, we've seen a million times over. Not just with a Darby Allen match. This Darby yeah. Allen match we've seen a million times over. Andrade keeps getting him and his Goonies beat up by Darby by by. Darby and Sting, and now the Hardys, too. And it's just like, he should be TNT champion, A. Andrade should. He should have won mm-hmm. that triple set match. He needs to not be in this feud anymore. He needs to drop the whole you know, family office thing altogether. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am with you. Like I enjoyed the match for what it was. I had seen this a million times over. And it's 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 very it's very WWE esque. It's predictable. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's my problem. One of the best things about AEW is the fact, for the most part, they are unpredictable. Yeah, and they've done some really creative things. Darby has produced to like that whole cinematic match between Sting that they had against Brian Cage and Ricky Stars. Amazing! Great. It was so it was different. It was cool. Darby produced that motherfucker, you know? And that's great. He's a very creative guy. He's got to have a better angle for some stuff instead of doing the exact same thing every time out. Maybe he doesn't, though. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. If you want to grow, you have to expand who you are. If you keep doing the same thing over and over, you will fizzle out. And that's the thing. Like... And I think tonight we saw that on two fronts of these pillars. We already know MJF is what he is. It's fantastic. You know, he's the best heel in wrestling, right? Two mm-hmm. of the other pillars we saw do that. Three, if you want to include Britt. And then, well, Britt's kind of an MJF boat. She is, she is what she is, right? But you had two pillars expand our horizons for what they are doing because they're making changes to things, right? Mm-hmm. And one is show giving us the same flavor of ice cream again yeah so it's like pizza (laughs) like he's pizza right but he's pepperoni pizza every single time which you know what i wouldn't mind some meat lovers i wouldn't mind thin crust hell you know what i'll do just beef but pepperoni (laughs) pizza every damn day of, of, of every single i mean i'll still eat it 
and I will still like it. It's still pizza, but it's, but it's like it's, exactly beef, I, beef, 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 yeah. beef, beef. <laughs> exactly, that's a, that's a callback, y'all. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, uh, okay, so let's start. Let's get into positives. Let's yeah, let's let's do that. I okay, so let's talk about another pillar. Let's yes. talk about another pillar. Sammy. Positive on two fronts for me. Okay. And I want to get your opinion on this because I think you're probably in the same boat or have a little bit different variation. I like the fact that Sammy is turning heel. Yes, I do. Very much. Because, because unlike Cody, <clears throat> the crowd's turning on him. And what does he do? He turns with him. He's like, you know what? Fuck you then. It's like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what you got to do. That's and how then you on play the, a crowd. And then on the other side, the flip side of this, which is the part that makes me so damn happy, is one, I'm a Dan Lambert guy. People were cheering Dan Lambert. I'm like, absolutely. And he was saying the same heel shit he's been saying for a long time. I know. Shit. But they're it all, they're amazing. all, but the minute a year, Dan Lambert, they're all turning face as part of this. Shit, we saw Scorpio and Kazarian have like a heartfelt moment. Kazarian was going to call out Sammy, and Scorpio's like, give me this shot. You're my boy. We've been through all this stuff. SCU love, blah, blah, blah. Give me the shot. You get first love. And then, you know, they bro out. And it's like, and then they, and then Dan Lambert's getting a, and then it's like they're turning face in front of our eyes, too. They are literally doing what you should do and flip flop the positions. Cool. Like when, when Dan Lambert delivered the line that you, if you don't give us this match, <laughs> we are going to give, <laughs> let me read yeah, yeah. read this right yeah read it right. we are gonna give you the kind of uh pounding your girlfriend can only dream about it's the same exact lines the same things he's been doing but just the and way it comes cheering. across because <laughs> they're so over fucking sammy right. and well, but i like to here's another here uh, so I'm, i agree with you for the most part but i i, I even more because like i said it feels like they're mo- not just moving him f- f- heel but they're moving scorpio ethan and which I think they might be sending Ethan up for a fallout with Scorpio. I feel like that might be a thing, which I'm for. Um, I'm not. I love them together. I, I think they could put on magic in the ring. That's why. That's why I'm for that. Oh, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> look at the presentation of what they've been doing with Sammy. You know, like today he had on this big, like big fur. T- he. It feels like a better executed or similarly to what they did to like the outlandishness of Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Right. And you know, when they were turning heel, it feels a little along that ilk now, not so in your fucking face. Cause it's not WWE, but his big fur, like uh, a collared jacket thing or whatever. And obnoxious red, shiny sh- Jordans. I feel like, all that's related is my all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and and the thing is too, like for 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 Sammy, this is this is growth because Sammy's doing the heel thing on his own because he's already done the heel thing, but he's been part of a faction when he did the heel thing, mm-hmm. and he didn't really talk. And there's a lot of reasons why he didn't talk. He and wasn't good. He still, <laughs> he still isn't. I'm not even gonna he's say better. He is. he is better. 
He sure. Um he's just phenomenal in the ring. Um he does he's a really good storyteller in the ring, and as soon as he can figure out how to be a storyteller with a mic, that kid is legit. And that's why he's a pillar. Because you could see he has it. He just hasn't developed that part of his skill. But the thing is, is like now he's able to stand on his own two feet and do this heel thing. Ethan Page is probably the second best guy in the company at this point, and that's a bold-ass statement with a mic in his hand. And he delivered tonight. Like It was just, this was a fun-ass segment. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. This kept this whole thing relevant in a better way, I felt, than what they had been doing before right Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. to me also justifies what they had done with the title change and the way they're going about that and everything but i think also and i can't remember who it was i think it was bully ray was talking about this you know about ethan's promo from last saturday and same same opinion you know in essence you know that but his whole thing was about the dan lambert side of it that dan lambert a manager what they're 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 supposed to get the heat for your guy right and dan lambert was so good he was getting the heat for himself which cool but not intentional and and you've got sky and like you've had you for weeks you had sky and and ethan just sitting there they'd just be laughing kind of in, loudly in the background right but now you give them the mic and you put it in front of him and this is what they should be doing and i'm like that's you know yeah he knows a lot more about the psychology of stuff than i do he's been in industry for yeah. years but it's it's that's the point is that tonight it started with with the rebuttal started with ethan ethan laid it out again excellently and then passed it over to dan to get the quips in right by putting over your guy sky he put over sky this time instead of being through it lost in translation is that the match next week is a ladder match for the title because it was very much tacked on at the end and that's that's on sammy he's got he's got to be better in the mic right but is a ladder match for the title next week between Scorpio Sky and uh, um, Sammy, which is going to be amazing. And then also part of the stipulation is that Sammy gets his mixed tag match at some point in time. So there's that. So I can see the tiles changing hands again on that ladder match. I don't hate I that. So. I, don't, I don't hate the title. It's really the only title that changes hands free. Uh, uh, you know, the, the world titles only had four people hold it, right? Yeah, but this five, TNT five switches like crazy, right? And I love the fact that it switches like crazy. And the women need to start doing that at least with one of their belts. Oh, That's God. another diatribe. Yeah, that we'll we'll talk about day. that after next week. After but they we need have... to have two fucking matches in order to get that. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, so, so let's... You want to so, do House of Black? Go for it. All right, so House of Black come out to do another promo. And I didn't write down all the stuff. I was trying to take it all in, and I I forgot to write down notes in in total. So they start Mm -hmm. off talking about your eyes blackening and spreading. They basically made the Julia Hart reference from the get. And it was was, uh, Brody King and uh, Buddy starting off, you know, at this time here. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just Malachi like the week before. So them two starting off and talking about the expansion of your eyes. And and you're like, okay, you're talking about Julia. We know we are. And then 
you know, starts going into about the light and all this stuff. And they're not directing it at Penta who or Fuego specifically. So it was all very vague, which I enjoy. And then Malachi comes to the forefront and does this like killer Ic- Icarus reference. Well, I don't know if you have that print, if you have the, the quote in front of you here, but it was Ic- Icarus died because he, fl- he, he flew too close to the sun, something of that nature. Um, Heather's going to correct me and chastise me for not, not, not taking better notes. I know I'm sorry, Heather, <laughs> but I mean, once again, continuing it, I think that, you know, we're going to see Julia because next week on Dynamite, there's a 10-person tag. It's the um, the Undisputed Elite, so Red Dragon, Young Bucks, Adam Cole versus a bunch of people, basically. Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, uh, and, it, you know. It was an open challenge. Well, it's, it's like it's like it's like a, a ten man open channel. So it's like a bunch of Brock Andersons in there, and on the graphic it had also Pillman Jr. and Julia Hart kind of to his side, right? So we'll see her there. Um, I still think it's a little ways out the way that they're doing the slow play, but they're they're making more and more direct references towards her. I feel like you know kind of vague, you know, veiled through all this Fuego sun talk, you know, because Fuego is not their, not their rival, right? Fuego's a, a, a min, it means to an end. No offense, Fuego. You're not going to be a long-term stable rivalry against the House of Black, but no, no. it's fun for Fuego to get a little pop. I like to see this. He takes stuff well, so it looks fantastic mm-hmm. and destroyed by Brody King, so there's that, but like I said, a lot of kind of insinuations about the transmogrification and, you know, of, of Julia. So I'm interested to see her next week. I want to see that I continue to grow. And oh, me too. Me too. I could watch, I could watch an hour's worth of Malachi promo. I, 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 he doesn't do it very often, but every once in a while he streams on Twitch and it's him just kind of shooting the shit with fans. And he just, it just is normal talk. He's like, he's like Keith Lee. He's one of those guys that just talks beautifully. Right. You know, you're just like, mm-hmm. I just want to hear more of this guy. Love it. Yeah. He's, <sighs> he is just, I, how can I put this into words? He is captivating. That's probably mm-hmm. the best way I could put it. His, his he's so smart and he's deliberate like there's so many great things about him and he just is so captivating with his words his in-ring storytelling like everything man like i'm a huge malachi black fan he's hugely Um, thoughtful in his presentation of everything you know the mm -hmm. setup the long term how we do everything has meaning to him very detail oriented which be you know being somebody you know for malachi he's a person that is very into occult stuff right you know so that's not surprising because there's a lot of little nuances in there that tie into different things if you really if you really start studying you know some of the, the the occult lure and things like that so I think that that amplifies it, but he's just, he's just so damn smart. He's so damn smart. I'm putting it there, right there. Yeah, no, he's, he's great. Um, I think we should pivot from this and just talk about the announcement. Say, that's all I we got really got lot. left. You know, there's a bunch of the little random logos. Uh, Rampage, I, Rampage is going to be big this week. Uh, Dynamite's going to mm-hmm. be big next week. There's that. 
Rampage no. is going to be really damn big because of said announcement. <laughs> um, so the big announcement, as everybody's already should probably be aware, it's been all over the Twitterverse everywhere. Not not exactly the biggest kept secret either. Tony Khan was going out to make the announcement um, with um, New Japan's president as well that they are hosting a show, Forbidden Door, June 26th at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Um, they were rudely interrupted by Adam Cole Bebe. You know, he's actually the one who announced it, and he also said that he was going to kick things off with a Owen Hart match, qualifying match, against Tamahiro Ishii. This Friday. This that, Friday. On this Rampage. on Rampage. Cole Ishii. Ishii then, making the rounds makes me happy in general. Just just saying, oh, you know. Same. I mean, same. I'm, I mean, I'm an Ishii yeah. guy. But then, on top of that, he kicked it to another person, and it was King Switch himself, Jay White, coming out and said, it's not about New Japan. It's not about AEW. It's about the Undisputed Elite and the Bullet Club. Because it's still his era. Era. I love the uh, too sweet. Woo, woo. Oh, dude! <laughs> oh, people, so people, people are people are amped to see Jay White in America as much as possible, and he's been doing a lot of that with Impact. You know, he's you know he's been a steady shower on Impact for the past God knows for a few months, right? You know, but he just kind of made those those kind of fleeting appearances on AEW. But this makes me so happy. This makes Jamie ecstatically happy for those of you who are not watching and are listening to us jamie is trying to hold back a, a childlike smile he's so he's so happy he's been playing with his pen because he just can't control his excitement as you keep i keep oh, hearing yeah, play with this thing oh, i yeah, keep hearing clicking going on and i'm just like yeah uh, this thing <laughs> opens yeah because i'm trying not to uh you're, you're trying yeah. not to explode because you're i know because there is a thing and I'm gonna turn this to you because I know I know what you're going to say, and I'm not I'm not in disagreement with you at all. But there is a thing that is a very high likelihood that could be happening as part of this that I know you have been clamoring for. So here is your floor. Have at it. All right, I'm already projecting the card now. <laughs> okay, so is the Owen Hart in Invitational? I guarantee that they're gonna have some New Japan uh, players in this thing. And the final is going to be, this is the final. Adam Cole. Baby! Tetsuya Nato. Mm. That's your final. That's, That's... I'm calling that now. Because Koto Ibushi still hurt, or I put Ibushi there. Right. Uh, Okada's... Uh, I'm positive. not there yet. Oh! I'm not there yet. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, I really thought you were going to do Okada in the final of that. But okay. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no you're fancy booking more than I am. Please go. Please. Oh, please, yes. Please. So outside of this, we have to have some single matches. So we're going to have champion versus champion, and we're going to have Hangman Page versus Okada. Ooh. Champs. Ooh. <laughs> you, don't think, you don't think you'd get Punk Okada? Uh, that was where I originally was in Chicago. In Chicago, uh, Punk Okada. I mean, 
I'm just saying so, that kind of so writes itself, right? <laughs> it kind of does, but so does Tanahashi and freaking um, CM Punk. Well, any of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would really, like, because Tanahashi could take the loss there. I don't think Okada could take the loss in, in the United States. Well, you, you, you could, Punk could take a loss in Chicago. In Chicago? Are you insane? If it's against Okada, he could. It's fucking Okada. It's the goddamn rainmaker. Chicago man. wouldn't care. Here's the thing: you don't want to take away from Okada. You don't want to take away from him. And CM Punk, it, uh, as much as we love it, CM Punk will take away because CM Punk will get the bigger pop. He will because well, he's in Chicago. Well, do you think maybe they would do just then? Because I mean, recently New Japan had the Windy City. I think it was last Saturday, as a matter of fact. And the main event yep. of that was Osprey Moxley. Moxley. Yes. Do you think, do you think maybe they have <coughs> Osprey Punk or or pull something else like that, and then have Okada just make the appearance afterwards, similar to what we saw it all out, where Suzuki just came out after the match. You know, because that, I mean, you don't need to have Okada wrestle for it to be a moment. Granted, we we all want to see that. I know. We want to see him wrestle, period. But you've also got, yeah. you know, the BCC, you know. You got, you know, one of Danielson's things about the reasons why he signed with AEW and did not go back to WWE was the possibility of Japan things, you know. Well, here's a big Japan thing happened right in your fucking backyard, Okay, I'm so, with you there. I'm with you there. So then, so we're gonna have some tag matches as well. Okay, True. you know, Bullet Club's so, gonna be involved in that. Bullet Club's definitely Fox gonna be Fox. involved. God is gonna go against. I believe they're gonna go against Lucha Express or FTR. I would see God Whoever's and champion. FTR. I would love that match, but I thought of a different tag team for that as well, and that could be Jeff Cobb and Great Okan, the United Empire. Mm. They're the current IWGP tag champions, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that that does that does track more for what FTR is going with with their you know their 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 belt collection stick right now so mm-hmm. all of and this then they'll have I'm a, for no matter what and then <laughs> then they'll have a trios match they'll have to have a trios match mm-hmm. absolutely because you got you got bc you got the, you got the blackpool combat club you want to get them involved blackpool combat club somehow going against Blackpool Combat Club going against the House of Torture. That's Evil Show and y- <laughs> oh. Yujiro Takahashi. Ooh. Evil, dude. I've been thinking about this for just uh, a little bit. I, 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 can, so I can understand. I, I know. all listed right here. <laughs> um, then we're gonna have to have the TNT champion going against probably the junior heavyweight champion. That probably make the most junior sense, or US. Right? It could be US. US is vacated right now because Sonata's hurt. So I don't know who that. You don't know if they'll have a title. They will have by June. Yes. Yeah, and the never open weight champion is evil. He's gonna be part of the trios match. So it makes sense to probably have the the smaller guy in uh, El Desperado, the current junior (laughs) junior heavyweight. 
going against whoever is the TNT champion. And I believe in June, Miro, he's back. Mm-hmm. Miro's reportedly healthy, just waiting on a creative opening, which, you know, I feel like it's coming very soon, honest to God. Yeah, I feel like once they finish this stuff with... Let's get, sort um, out Sammy and Sky, kind of move on from yep, that. Put him right in, yep. Maybe even have him come in at the tail end next week to be the guy that, like, takes one of them into an angle with him, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's one name left on both sides. Well, you got Jay White you haven't named yet. Mm-hmm. Actually, sorry, two names. We have two names left. Okay. Um, I think Shingo Takagi have not announced him yet. Okay. I, I really think trying to figure out who, who he should face. This is the one I'm stuck on. Yep. Did you have any women's matches in there? Because I, I don't know if Stardom's going to be part of I don't of know if Stardom's going to be. If Stardom's involved, then, I mean, I got tons of names. But there, I'm there's just, just a, going There's a lot of in. good stuff i like to see if Stardom's involved, to be honest with you. but Yo, yeah, of- or even if they bring back Joshi Pro. Um, <laughs> Joshi Pro's not associated with New Japan, but yes, I know. Yeah, but, but they could put him in there, and we get to see Maki Ito! We're going to see Maki Ito. She's she's got appearances coming up this summer in America, so she May, will be on a, on she'll be on impact on 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 impact on AW in some capacity. I know it. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'm gonna I'm going to make a quick change. All right, swerve. Bu- what you got? Okay, the Bucks are going to go against the Grills of Destiny. That actually tracks better with storylines currently so yes mm-hmm. i'm with you or they do a, a six man and then um i mean they can always do yeah do a three-way tag match i mean there's i nothing. feel like will osprey is going to be there i feel like will osprey's got to face somebody I, who does flippy spinny shit as well to be, you know i'd like to see you know i think it'd be cool to see osprey i mean you can see osprey sammy that'd be cool right um mm-hmm you know, there's there's a bunch you could throw out there. I'd love to see Osprey versus Penta. I would like to see that <laughs> a lot too. I'd like to see Osprey and Ray Phoenix if Ray Phoenix is healthy by then. Uh, June's that's gonna be close. He may be. Okay. These, I have I have I have two ones left. So Wardlow. Oh. Would probably be in something. They might do like a buy-in type of Casino Royale Battle Royal. I, think I don't doubt cool. that. I don't doubt that. Because you don't want to get as many people want to get at least a, a showing. So, yeah. If if Kota Ibushi is healthy, him and MJF. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just die or, happy. Or if know? he if he's not Shingo Takagi or or Toro Yanu. You know, because NATO, I feel like I really believe NATO is going to be in that. Um, but yeah, no, Okada. See, it, I, I feel like it's got to be Okada hanger because CM Punk, like, I feel, I feel like that take away from Okada. I just really do. I, I'm, no, I, I, I'm with you. I get what you're saying there. And you do it, and you don't you, you do it non title, but, you know, champ versus champ, sure, right? You know, who's the better mm-hmm. man? 
Hanger can take the loss too, and it not necessarily affect him. In a way, it plays into his you know, anxious millennial cowboy shtick a little bit, right? You know, so yeah. And, I, and I hear you. I hear you. There. That match closes the show. Okay, Okada versus Hanger closes the show. Do you think you would have a Kenny Omega sighting post match? Yes, I do. <laughs> I just yes. read your mind. Okay. Yes. Then, then, then you have Okada Omega. <laughs> Face to face on U.S. soil. We've we been teasing Omega. the fuck out of that for four years now, something like that. Pre eight, and, and, and oh. before that match even happens, Meltzer's already given it a twenty nine star. Oh, absolutely. Before the absolutely. match is even happened. absolutely. If it's in Japan, it's gonna be fifty seven. Um, Meltzer might actually give AEW some some extra love on these, but fuck Meltzer. It, that'd be new. This the. What Jamie just did there was an exercise in possibilities because this whole thing is just going like you. We can start. We can start shuffling these pieces around, and there's really no downside to a lot of this. I mean, there's there's other open possibilities there. We didn't even really touch some of these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, Lance Archer wasn't even brought up, but he's there. You know, you made mention of Miro a little bit, right? But there's Miro. You've got um, Ethan Scorpio. Either one of them going to be involved? We don't know. I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff. And then, like you said, we don't know if, if they're going to have uh, Stardom uh, involved as with that to give the women some 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 cross compatibility. I hope so because. I mean, so many options. This is such a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, who would have thought we would get this type of event? Now I just got to figure out how to get back to Dallas fast after my concert on the 25th. <laughs> right. So, so I don't have to sit there and try and avoid the internet for like half a day while I'm traveling just to just, you know, not see any results. So we'll see about that. <laughs> That that's gonna be that's that's a, that's a that's a JJ problem. But give us your guys' thoughts. Are you ha are you as pumped as we are for Open Door, Forbidden Door? Excuse me for Forbidden Door. And if you are, give us what match you're looking for down below. Let us know. Give us a tweet if you're not watching us on YouTube at Total Spot Fest. Let us know what you're looking for. Do you do you like our fancy Booker, a resident fancy Booker general, uh, Mr. Jamie Faulkner's card he has presented to you, or do you have some tweaks you want to make? I want I want to hear if anybody's got some opinions on that. So if they do women, if they do women, I want to see Britt Baker in Siri. Sure. I think so bad or her at Utami Haya Shishashida I can't pronounce her last my, name my concern Utami. I, I don't think they're going to have the women and I don't think they'll have stardom over and here's why I think that while I really enjoyed the tournament they did last time last year Two years ago, last year, whatever mm -hmm. it was, the whole like with the Japanese side and they had the you know the American side of it, and they did the whole tournament. I don't know if that got across with AEW's fan base as much as they wanted. I feel like and this is just this is just me just shooting from the hip. I feel like Japanese women, save for a few top names. Interesting uh, promotional things, Maki Ito, stuff like that. Or if you have somebody, you know, a really big name, you get like, you know, 
uh, Oscar or uh, you know Sheeta was you know really you know you don't necessarily get a lot of buy-in from the AEW fan base is what I feel because I felt like a lot of times when they've had matches where they've had crossover even going back to the first all out right where they had that big six way you know they're definitely like I have no idea who these people are bit going on you know which is not mm-hmm. not a knock then it's not very well promoted in America stardom is you have to you have to dig to find, you have to search for it. you have to find, you know have to really if you, you have to really be Whereas New Japan, you can go to the front page of any dirt sheet, you'll see stuff about it. But Stardom's, a little, it's, it's back a few pages, right? That's mm-hmm. my concern. I don't know if that's warranted or not, but that's just the feeling I get. Yeah. I hope not, because there's some amazing talent over there right now. All right. One last thing. Before we go, next week, well, this weekend, there's an event happening. And we are going to have the fallout of that next week. <clears throat> uh, what is that event? Well, as you know, above Jamie's head there, there is a title belt. Uh, we had this little championship that we like to do. It's actually on the other side. He hasn't, he hasn't seen our new, uh, <laughs> yeah, YMCA, yes. Oh, we're, gonna, we're, we're, we're doing some Truly Madly Deeply? Okay. Impact has their second of their big four. Uh, pay-per-views agreed upon this was the next pay-per-view that we would be putting the belt up for grabs so the total spot fest championship is up for grabs jamie defending that title against myself and the tyrant that is yes we know you're reigning i said you're defending okay all right undisputed Settle down, Paul Heyman. All right. So defeating that against myself and the tyrant known as as, as Megan Faulkner. And uh, we will have the results for you to open our show next Thursday. Just to give you an idea, there's a bunch of good stuff checking out on uh, for Rebellion this Saturday. Available on Fight TV. It's also available through their YouTube. Um, you've got Josh Alexander and Moose going up for the Impact World title. That match is going to fuck. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Um, you've got two triple threat matches. you got Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, and Trey McGill for the X Division title. And then you have one they just kind of threw together out of nowhere. Jay White, Chris Sabin, and Steve Macklin because who loves wrestling, right? Um, you know, you've got an eight, eight team elimination uh, to, uh, uh, challenge for the Impact World Tag Titles, eight team eliminator match, which includes Motor City Machine Guns uh, and Jay White and Chris Bay. So Jay White is in two matches on this fucking show, right? Um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Jonah. I mean, I, I, have you bought this card yet? Seriously, Rosemary right. Tasha Steals. All sorts of great stuff. You got the inspiration rematch against uh, the uh, uh, the influence for the knockout tag titles. Whole bunch of things going on. I didn't even get to all the matches too. Taya Valkyrie is going to be there, you know, going against Diana Perazzo. Well, once again, not everybody I know is as big a fan, you know, is really into Impact. I, I I say give it a shot. Like this is like look at this card. Yeah, Tamarishi, Jay White, Jonah, Josh Alexander, Moose, Speedball Mike Bailey, Steve Macklin. I mean, Taya Valkyrie, 
Deanna Parrott, come on. This is a killer card. So we will have results next week to open our show where we will hopefully, maybe, crown him a new champion. So, or not, or be the same champion. Either way, we will uh, <laughs> we will give you those results next week. So, stay tuned for that. And that's all that I had. Did you have anything, Jamie, you wanted to tack on to that? Do you have more fancy booking? You're still staring at your rosters. I know, you're trying to do more fancy booking. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry not sorry this is all he's like, been thinking of all night excited. like literally he's been like a kid in a candy store you know just trying trying to hold it until he can explode and then yeah uh any final thoughts though um is it june 26th yet <laughs> not no, soon enough see, It'll be so, but seriously seriously this is an amazing moment you know is a, a, another unification if you will of all these different people just working together and they're both gonna make hand over fists on this thing so this is oh. a beautiful thing um what a time to be to a me. wrestling fan right right i mean such a great time to be a wrestling fan and if you are a wrestling fan we hope to see you next thursday and friday at journey pro at the agnes apparently that's what they're calling it they're just calling it agnes i still like journey pro arena better but whatever jpa agnes so we will be there uh for journey pro come check us out if you're in kansas city if you're not you can watch for free online journey to anarchy on twitch uh we'll be back on tuesday with our interview with chris mallory of journey pro a little preview of the thing so please keep an eye out for that and we'll we'll see you you know at this same time, same channel next week here for uh, results of our pay-per-view title and uh, what's been going on with uh, the world of wrestling in preparation of journey pro. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate your time. Jamie, take us home, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down to spot fest, I got four words for you. Here we go. Steelers. Defending undisputed champion. Here we go, Steelers. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace.